Hello, and welcome to the ITP Business Brief, your source of business news and insight on the Middle East's economic heartbeat. I'm your host, Carla Certain, Group Editor of the B2B Division at ITP Media Group. Here are my picks of the week. Etihad Airways has appointed a new CEO after Tony Douglas, who currently heads the company, agreed to take the role of CEO for a mysterious new Saudi carrier, RIA, based out of Riyadh. Antonualdo Neves, who headed Portugal's TAP airline, will take the helm of Etihad Airways. Aviation Business Middle East has more on the story, as well as the latest, the last interview given by Douglas as the CEO of Etihad Airways. Moving on to construction. I am joined in the studio today by Editor-in-Chief of Construction Week Middle East and Construction Week Saudi, Ranju Warrior, with an exclusive update on the world of construction this week. Ranju, what's going on? Thank you for having me, firstly, Carla. It's raining contracts and project launches in the construction industry. So to start off, actually, Damak has been on a project launch spree this year, uh, with new projects being announced one after the other. The developer launched seven projects in 10 months. I mean, that's roughly one project launch every month and a half. I mean, if I were to name a few of them, these include uh, the Sheikh Tower by the Dubai Canal, Venshura Mall in the Damak Hills community, and Damak Lagoons within the Gulf City, among others. Now, obviously, it is no news to our listeners that the real estate sector has witnessed a strong rebound in the past 10 to 12 months. Now, this has also strengthened investor interest in the market, which means it's going to be a very busy time for developers, Mm -hmm. whether they have a pipeline of new project launches or they are looking to fasten construction works on the existing developments. And this week, we also saw Alpago Properties breaking ground its Uh, on its upcoming project called Palm Flower. That's an interesting name. (laughs) We've seen how developers are actually going all out with the design of their projects. Uh, For this project in particular, Alpago actually partnered with the British architect and designer Norman Foster, who spearheads uh, Foster and Partners, which is deeply rooted in sustainability in projects. Now, the property will consist of 11 floors containing 10 residential units, each occupying an entire floor with one mega penthouse taking up two floors. Oh, wow. You know, I've seen the pictures of that one and it looks gorgeous, literally like a flower. It's it's beautiful. Absolutely. I mean, if you look at the Dubai skyline, some of these residential or probably a mixed-use developments, they look like uh, straight from, you know, probably a, an artwork by an artist, I would yeah, say. And, absolutely. And I would like to also name Bingati developers. They also specialize in these kind of projects. Their projects are very intricately and beautifully designed with, you know, light works and fascinating colors. Mm-hmm. Now, elsewhere in, uh, in, the, in the GCC, uh, and especially in the Sultanate of Oman, the public establishment for industrial estates, which is also known as Madayan, signed an agreement for roads and infrastructure construction at Maha's industrial city in the Vilayat of Khasab in the Musandam Governorate. Now, the contract was secured by Gulfar Engineering and Contracting, which I'm sure our listeners know is listed on the Musket Stock Exchange. Now, Kala, if you look at uh, the project itself, the scope is quite interesting. It covers seven kilometers of road networks, five kilometer of water network, 4.5 kilometer of sewage network, and a 75 meter wide bridge that links the entrance of the city to the main road. Now, Madayan also has been on a project development and project execution spree since actually last year, I should say. And they've been supporting SMEs in Oman, and especially extensively in terms of the manufacturing industry, as well as the production on the industrial side of things. So yeah, it's been a wonderful time for the construction industry this week, I should say. Yeah, I mean, it certainly sounds like uh, the pace is picking up. 
And now moving on to an update on Neom's ambition. The Saudi Giga project is probably best known for its futuristic The Line, which is a linear city, uh, as well as its sustainability and clean energy aims. But it also aims to become the epicenter of the regional media industry, according to Wayne Borg, MD for Media Industries, Entertainment, and Culture at Neom. In 2021, Neom hosted 20 major international productions, including international films um, and local and regional productions, and it is expanding its facilities to accommodate more in the future. Uh, this is an interesting story. The details are on Digital Studio Middle East. Uh, the link will be in the references for this podcast. Now, moving on to the energy front, Qatar has inaugurated the nation's first solar power plant and one of the largest in the Middle East, the Al Kharsa uh, solar PV power plant with a capacity of 800 megawatts. It could supply up to 10% of the country's peak power consumption, avoiding 26 million tons of CO2 emissions in its lifetime. Uh, furthermore, on the energy front, big news from Saudi Aramco, which is reportedly moving ahead with its plans to IPO its energy trading unit as early as end 2022 or start 2023. Uh, reports have come out that the unit could be valued at more than $30 billion, and uh, Saudi Aramco is continuing to add banks to the deal. Uh, this report came from, it uh, was originally reported by Bloomberg. Now, looking at technologies, what technologies do you need to pay attention to as a professional? There's always a slew of technologies coming out, and it's hard to keep track uh, of what is really important and worth your time. Arya Devi, who is the commercial editor at ITP.net, is here to run down the top trends for 2023. Thank you for having me, Carla. So like you said, the most anticipated list of the tech industry is out. So Gartner recently published the list of top technology trends for 2023. For every business, cost saving is one of the most important priority. So Gartner and Liz said that apart from that, CIOs and IT executives must look beyond cost saving to new forms of operational excellence while continuing to accelerate digital transformation. When Gartner says this, uh, these tech trends will basically do three things. Optimize, scale and pioneer. So it is a list of top 10 trends and I have chosen my personal favorite threes. So first one is an obvious choice, Metaverse. So in simple words, Metaverse is a digital space where people can socialize, learn, play and do much more. So think it as an equivalent of virtual gaming, but it is not. Uh, many people do assume it's kind of like a virtual gaming situation. And it is said to be the future of business. So like every company has a website of its own now, there will come a time when every business will have a metaverse space of its own. Hence, it is aptly called as the new dot com. Hmm. So it's a far, it's not a far fetched truth. So Gartner believes that 40% of these organizations will use some combination of metaverse like Web3 or AR Cloud or Digital Twins for their projects in 2027. So it's not a really not far ahead. Far yes. So that's sooner than expected, right? Yeah. And I think for Metaverse, the way that I found it easy to explain on, I guess, the most basic level is like you would use a browser to visit a website. Mm -hmm. The Metaverse is sort of your vehicle to enter a virtual space, just like you would type in a URL in the Metaverse, you would feel like you're physically visiting a space. So yes, it's yes. Sort of the uh, if you want to learn more about Metaverse, obviously we have our text uh, first episode is on Metaverse, which debunks everything. 
And my second choice is relevant to all industry and it is sustainability. So Gartner surveys again shows that environmental and social changes are now of the top three priority for investors just behind profit and revenue. So basically companies are expected to invest more in innovative solutions designed to address ESG and sustainability goals. So that is going to happen really good for the uh, nature as well. Yeah, and we can see that. I mean, there's obviously a very big focus on sustainability across. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I even heard Renju now speak about yeah, it. So correct. Yes. And my third choice is the super apps. So basically there are apps and then there are super apps. So it is already has taken out by a storm in Asian markets. Instead of having 10 to 15 different apps on your mobile, just imagine one app with a ton of services. So these uh, services may not be necessarily under the same category, but they're under the same umbrella. So you might have heard of a few of famous ones from China, which is WeChat or Alipay or India's Paytm. And I believe you might have at least one, not at least one super app of famous in UA region. Uh, You have any guess? Um, No, you're going to have to fill me in. All right. So Kareem, Kareem, Ah. like if you look into it, there is like a ton of services, not of the same umbrella, but... Yeah, that's so there's kind of food delivery, sequence. there's um, Hala taxi, services. There's, yeah, yes. okay, that's really And even the PCR test. So it oh, is not right. related to each other, but it's a super app which has a lot of services. So, yeah, uh, so we are also going to have a lot of super apps coming in, which is good because it will save a ton of space in my phone as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we can all relate to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so these are my top three picks, and there are seven more, which is quite interesting. It's available on the itp.net website. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And um, to all the job seekers who are listening in today, Oil & Gas Middle East had a chat with Petrofax, head of talent acquisition, and compiled what you need to know to ace the job interview. So that's another interesting story from oilandgasmiddleeast.com. And those are the top stories of the week. So thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about any of the stories mentioned in this podcast, subscribe to my LinkedIn newsletter, The Editor's Letter, or simply check the reference links listed for the podcast. Otherwise, I'll be back next Friday at 12 p.m. GST for another episode of the ITP Business Brief.